Freight brokerages that operate with an agent model are a widely popular option used by shippers around our nation. These companies offer their service at a high level as they prioritize customer service and follow-through over everything. As you continue your pursuit of a well-optimized transportation network, agent model freight brokerages are certainly worth considering. But what is an agent model freight brokerage? I'm your host, Eli Simonson, and in this episode of Beyond the Road, we'll sit down with the Vice President of Sherway Transportation, a full-service freight brokerage operated by freight agents, to discuss what these brokerages truly bring to the table. Stick around. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Road, the transportation industry podcast where we talk all things transportation and logistics. Joining me today is Paul Kilmer. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? So good. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to you be bet. with me uh, today, Paul, to talk all things agent model freight brokerages. And I don't know if that's the appropriate term. Would you call it an agent model brokerage? Yeah, yeah. Sherway's a company that has an agent model. ATS okay. is uh, Sherway is part of Anderson Trucking Service and ATS yeah. Logistics, and and we're the agent platform, agent provider. Um, yeah, so right. the agent model. So you're a company of freight agents. Yep. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your history in transportation. I know you know just looking at your LinkedIn profile and um, maybe a little bit about you on the Sherway website. It seems like you've been in transportation for a good portion of your career. What have you been doing over all that time? Sixteen years or so? Yeah, actually, um, going on twenty-two with oh, ATS, wow. um, and I, I took the reins of the Sherway agent model in uh, third late 2016. Okay. Uh, prior to that, I had a short stint with a uh, brokerage company down in Prairie, Minnesota, but been with ATS for uh, 22 years now. 20. And again, working with the agents since 2016. And you've been working almost exclusively as like on the brokerage side of ATS, correct? Yes. Yep. And uh, while I've been in that role, I, I was able to interact with the asset divisions and and uh, work with them really closely, uh, covering the overflow freight, uh, not only with the flatbeds and the vans, but the heavy haul and, and uh, even some wind energy. Right. So you've gotten to do a lot of different kinds of freight, which is really cool. Yeah. Was Sherway, correct me if I'm wrong, was Sherway ATS as a company's first kind of step into that world of freight brokerage? And then yes. ATS Logistics came next? Yeah, the original name was Sherway Transportation. Okay. And then we renamed it to ATS Logistics DBA Sherway. And that was in, we got the brokerage authority, ATS got brokerage authority in 1989. And at this point, I don't know if you can speak to maybe exact numbers or whatever, but how many people are working for ATS or under the Sherway um, name? Sure, we've got about 90 outside agents. Uh, currently, and they're supported by a group of uh, six employees, and then the administrative side, the accounts payable, accounts receivable, and credit team oh, sure. uh, lend a, a tremendous amount of support also. There's a little bit of, you know, a, a lot of unique qualities that an agent model brokerage would have as opposed to a traditional brokerage. 
um, yep. so to speak. And that's what we kind of want to address in this podcast for those for those companies that would be thinking about, you know, filling their transportation network. What kind of companies should they be working with? An agent model freight brokerage is definitely a viable option. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, at the uh, the shipper might not even realize that there's a difference because an, an yeah. agent operates under the brokerage's authority and insurance. They operate inside of their technology. So oftentimes, a shipper won't even necessarily know the difference, but they, they sure might because agents are pretty proud of the business that they've developed and they're, they've got a real strong entrepreneurial spirit. They really partner a lot of times with shippers. So a freight agent is essentially a business owner yep. that would then operate under the brand of whatever company it is that they are Yep. Because they're not technically an employee of Sherway Transportation. Correct. They're not an employee, and they operate, again, underneath the authority and insurance of the brokerage, in this case, ATS Logistics Sherway Transportation. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. So whereas you're getting with ATS Logistics, you have 10, no, you have employees, like full-time employees yep. that are paid a base salary and then commissions, but a freight agent, they are not paid a salary, correct? They're 100% just based on their own... Uh, yep. whatever they're bringing in. The agent model, uh, typically, I d- I've never seen one with a base pay. So yeah, the agent model yeah. uh, at Sherway and, and other agent providers, it's 100% uh, commission-based. Takes a real, again, an entrepreneur to go out and, and make a good go of it and be successful. Yeah, for sure. It gives you a lot of opportunity if you're if you're a self-starter and you're interested in the freight business to, to be an agent. As the customer of a freight agent or someone that Sherway would be working with, um, there are some unique strengths that, that an agent-based provider brings to the table. And what, what would those be working with a, a, a brokerage? So from the provider's perspective, Sherway, what strengths does Sherway bring to the table? Yeah. The company has to have a great brand, a good reputation strong financials. Um, A lot of times it boils down to carrier base. How many carriers does that brokerage company have in their their database and how many do they work with? And then process and support. The carrier compliance process, the credit process, what kind of support does the company provide the agent? You know, do they provide uh, the technology? Do they provide load boards? Uh, Do they charge the agent for any of that stuff? Sure. Uh, those are all questions that somebody considering becoming an agent would want to ask the uh, provider. Sure. And as the, the customer of a Sherway agent, primarily all you're really concerned about is right is getting that solution in a timely, cost-effective manner. Right. And as a freight agent, based on my understanding, they don't have an operations department, correct? So they are completely 100% responsible for managing the relationship with the carriers and then the, the shipper as well. I guess when you, you were talking about um, that, that carrier base, having that wide network of carriers, how does that, what does that look like for an agent provider? Like how are they maintaining those relationships and vetting those, those trucking companies? Yep, yep. So that's, that's the carrier compliance side of the business. Yeah. And more and more often a, a broker is partnering with a third party to automate and make that service available online oh, sure. 24-7. We do that. Uh, we've got a third party that, that is able to get our contract electronically signed. They feed us the insurance information. It's, it, if, if the third party has the carrier's insurance information online already, it's really just down to a, a couple of minute process. 
it just depends on how fast the carrier can sign the contract electronically, and typically that's pretty quickly. Right. Um, so we're able to onboard new carriers into the system yeah. very quickly. So that that's one uh, another aspect of the support that the provider, the agent model platform, uh, provides. Right, and they get pretty comfortable with those carriers over time. I'm, I'm assuming as an agent, you start to really develop those relationships with carriers that you utilize frequently. Yeah, we do see that, and, and frequently is the key word. If you've got repeat lanes from a repeat shipper, you start to develop that carrier base, and you really sort of partner with that carrier and make sure that you're fulfilling their needs and finding freight that they want to move. And, and the more accustomed and repetitive a lane can get for a carrier, yeah. they can build other business around it too. So repeat lanes... Uh, just lends to repeat carriers. Right. And just like any other business and any other transportation company, does a, does a single freight agent, like to say someone who's working for Sherway, do they develop areas of strength just themselves as a, as a business, things that they're comfortable doing? You know, maybe I'm good at servicing the, these these lanes and these are the things that I'm going to be doing. Yeah. What I've seen is agents get pretty, um, they really become experts uh, with a type of freight, right. a commodity or maybe an area they might specialize in in this type of business. But they really, over time, what I've seen is they really get specialized. It might take them a little bit to get there, to kind of find their, their yeah, find niche. niche. Yeah. But over time, they, they really get specialized and then experts in that type of move. And that's not uncommon with you know the traditional model of brokerage, the employee side of brokerage. I've seen the same thing there too, where people get pretty comfortable with a with a specific commodity, and become experts in in that. Right. So in that way, the agent kind of can become an extension of their customers' supply chain a little bit there. Yeah. Managing yeah. those logistics decisions. And really, almost partner with them too in many cases. Any other unique strengths of asset? You know, or not asset based, but the agent based provider. Obviously, it's you know they're highly motivated to um, provide great customer service and, and create ongoing relationships with their customers and carriers. So. Right, right. Agents agents are commission based. Yep. Um, so yep. And then um, sometimes they've got maybe closer proximity to a shipper. Maybe that's how they got their start as an agent. They had uh, a close contact at, at a manufacturer. Uh, so sometimes I, you know I've seen that happen. A lot of times, though, it boils down to the relationship that a shipper has with the, the provider, right. whether it's an employee or an agent. Uh, that relationship is critical to, to success for both parties, really. Right. And really, also, the other thing you're thinking about here is that single point of contact, right? And like, you know exactly who you're going to need to read out, reach out to as a shipper if something goes wrong, or if you need something you know, taken care of. And if you've got that relationship with that person, whether, again, whether it's an employee or an agent, both both parties should be ready, willing, and able to answer that phone pretty much 24-7. Right. Um, answer questions, solve problems, provi- provide solutions. Right. They're business owners, and they take pride in that. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, for sure. For sure. And some of them, you know, are single operators, a single agent in an office, mm-hmm. um, cradle to grave, booking the load, finding the truck, making sure it gets picked up and delivered. Um, some agents, many agents, grow to the point where they add employees and they do get people to find the freight, and they have people finding the trucks. Oh, sure. Uh, so, so you can actually have an agent grow in the same way you'd see uh, a, a logistics company grow their employees. 
just having you mention that actually kind of spurred a thought with me is like, do they, do agents typically struggle to do like high, like volumes of, of freight, like move high volumes of freight since it's just one of them or two, a a couple of them? If it is a single operator, you know, everybody has their limits. Right. It kind of boils down to the commodity also, is it a very specialized commodity that that might move a little bit slower through the process? Or is it a commodity that, you know, picks up and delivers with very little maintenance or management. Um, but yeah, everybody has their limits. Right. Uh, an individual can really only do so much. But as an agent grows, and if they do add people, there's really no limit to the volume or the size of customer uh, wow. that they can handle. Can we talk about weaknesses? Can we talk about weaknesses of, of an agent-based company? We don't have to talk about the weaknesses of your agents because all your agents are great, obviously. Right, right, but, right. But like, just like the this kind of company structured in this way, where you you're not you're not really a, a centralized organization. You don't have a hierarchy. You just have a bunch of individual operators supported by. A yeah, single. we stay pretty close with our our agents. Okay. Um, tight lines of communication. I've got I've got my support team um, that receive inbound and make outbound phone calls to the agents all day long, um, email. So all the support is there for the agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a shipper's perspective, again, I really think it boils down to that relationship that you've got with sure. that provider. Um, if you've got a good relationship, they're going to step up to the plate uh, every time for you. Specific weaknesses, again, there's, there's so much similarity between the agent and the employee-based models right. that uh, at the end of the day, the shipper might not even know, you know, because they're, they're contracting with ATS Sherway. So it really, they might not even know at the end of the day if they're working with an employee or an agent. And just yeah. like any other company, an agent-based freight brokerage or a traditional freight brokerage would have, obviously, individuals operating under their uh, corporate structure that, yeah. you know, of, of varying proficiencies. Yeah. And, and, and the agent provider, Sherway in this case, Handles carry compliance, mm-hmm. handles the credit, does the invoicing, sure. pays the carrier, uh, receives the money from the customer, pays the agent. So there's so much that happens back at the corporate office that is done by the same people that service the employee side of the business. Oh, sure. That, again, the customer receives an invoice from, from St. Cloud, uh, just like they do for any other uh, freight that moves through the, through the company. Yeah. And I don't know if you can speak to this or not, but just based on your tenure in the industry, I'm guessing maybe you have some idea, but like your main competitors, these other freight brokerages that yeah. operate with agents, do they do it in similar fashion? Is it like, you know, they have individual business owners around, yep. you know, sp- spread throughout the nation, the world? and Yeah, for the carriers. most part, they do it in a very similar fashion. Some of them, um, some of the providers might have an agent that owns a bunch of trucks. Oh, sure. Uh, that's, that's one company that has, has an agent model. I think it's more common that the agents don't own trucks and they're, they're just fulfilling the brokerage side of the equation. Right. Yeah. I th- the one thing that comes to mind is Landstar. Landstar is, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest in the game probably. Yeah, quite a few of their agents uh, might have a small fleet of trucks that they own, but they've, they've grown to the point where they're not so much that either. Yeah. Well, it's definitely an interesting business model. And now let's talk about if I'm a company that's interested in getting into business with an agent, uh, adding an agent to my network, or a company like Sherwood, what would you suggest that that kind of uh, shipper would think Mm -hmm. about when selecting a provider, an agent-based provider? 
Again, a lot of the same things they would look at with, with whenever they're considering what brokerage company to work with. Does that company fulfill their needs? Mm-hmm. Um, do they have the capacity? Do they have the bandwidth to satisfy and, and fulfill and, and take care of their shipping needs? And that's, you know, you should really, whenever you're getting into a, a relationship with a broker, that those are questions you're going to want to ask, yeah. uh, regardless if it's an agent or an employee. Because, uh, again, they, they're working under the same technology, the same carrier database, the same financials, right. um, whether it's an employer or, or an agent. So, yeah, a lot of the same questions they would ask right. any anytime they're adding a provider to their network. How much should longevity play into the, into that decision-making process, like how long the company's been in business? I'm sure that over time you've seen Sherway taking certain strides yeah. um, and gaining up proficiencies and becoming a better rounded agent-based provider over the however many years you've been in operation. Yeah, I put a lot of stock into the longevity of a company, especially in this industry. Um, ATS has been around since, what, 1955? 1955. Um, the brokerage was started in 1989. So we, we've been doing this a long time. We've developed a great name and brand and reputation in the industry, not only on the brokerage side, but on the asset side also. If I was a shipper, I would look for somebody that, you know, we hear it said all the time, skin in the game. You mm-hmm. know, they've got skin in the game. They're not going to um, just close the doors and, and right. go somewhere else. Um, if I were, was a shipper, that's what I would look for, um, that stability, longevity. You know, again, Sherway's been doing this since 1989. I've got some, I've, I've got one agent that's been here pretty much the whole time. That's, um, that kind of longevity. Many, many agents that have been with us for well over 10 years, and that just leads to the expertise that they can provide to those shippers. You know, they understand rates and they understand the different trends, um, the seasonality of different areas. So yeah. that expertise, that experience is really valuable for a shipper. Yeah. And it, I've only been in transportation a short while, but yeah, there seems to be a lot of things you can only learn through experience. Yeah. And a company like Sherway that has like this this crazy, like extensive history, right? This That just displays how much um, investment you've made, right? Because you've, you've invested in technologies as, as they've been developed, right? You've been investing in, um, you know, employee outreach programs and... And uh, other things like uh, the, the federal requirement for a broker right now for a surety bond is $75,000. Sure. We've voluntarily gone to $250,000. We're in a, a small percentage of brokerage companies that have done that. Uh, and that's on the employee and, and agent side. That's ATS Sherway overall. Um, so yeah, we're, we're willing to do what it takes and invest in the, in the program. Uh, to do it right. Right. And yeah, as a shipper, you think about, you know, your main concern as working with a broker, or at least one of the main concerns is just that low barrier to entry, right? It's like, how do I know that this guy's not going to just close up shop if he can't cover my load or, you know, can't take a, any kind of financial instability? Yeah, they, they really can. Um, the barrier to entry, like you said, is pretty low. And that's where we put a lot of stock into our, our reputation that we have out there. Yeah. Not only with shippers, but with carriers. Carriers like working with us. Yeah. We, we've got a great Google review going. On the load boards, we're noted for our days to pay, um, our credit worthiness, all that stuff. So carriers want to work with us too. And if you're a shipper, you definitely want to align with a broker that carriers want to work with. Right. That's just oh, yeah. going to help your freight get covered. Yeah, it's definitely. Spurs another thought, actually, is yeah. how selective are 
freight bro- or agent-based freight brokerages and selecting the selecting the people that want to become agents. Maybe you can speak oh, to Sherway's sure. process. Or, sure. Um, you know, because you get a lot of things as an agent working for a great, uh, you know, industry-renowned freight yeah. brokerage. You get a lot of things from that, right? Like you said, those um, a lot those of benefits. perks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. One thing we basically we look for somebody that is bringing a book of business mm-hmm. as an agent. Um, so they have experience. They have experience, right. And they might not necessarily be able to bring that book of business, but have experience to the point where they can, they can work and develop a book of business again. Mm-hmm. If they've been an agent in the, in the industry for a little while, they probably are able to have their book of business be portable. And so, yeah, we, we look for people that are experienced. It's not the agent model. I, I'm generally speaking here, but especially for, for Sherway. It's not really a training ground. You know, it's somewhere that somebody's got to come with experience. Right. Yeah, because it's valuable. It's valuable for them to be to be a part of the organization, yeah. definitely. To be associated with the organization. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just a fun little wrap-up question. Okay. Uh, kind of harking back to that individual who you said has been with Sherway for uh, nearly since the beginning. Yeah. What, uh, you know, what aspects of what they're doing uh, – has made them successful? What have you observed? If sure. someone was to become an agent, this will be good for someone who's thinking about becoming an agent and also for someone who's trying to select an agent. What are like those qualities that have sure. made that, that individual successful? You've got to be, at, at first, and, and maybe even down the road, you kind of have to be a little bit of a gambler. Oh, sure. Because you're, you're going to typically, um, you know, you're going into 100% commission opportunity right there's a little bit of a gamble so you gotta have be a little bit of a gambler have some confidence you gotta know the business too um and and then do what it takes to get done especially in the beginning when you're establishing that book of business and giving customers confidence that you're going to get it done that's really what it takes that confidence and decision making you gotta be resilience too you, you can't be afraid to make a decision you gotta you got to do it. Right. And, I mean, those are qualities that you can see just by observing or, or in your conversations with a, a freight agent if you're a shipper. Yeah. I'm sure. That, yeah. that confidence that they have in answering your questions about, you know, your commodity and the requirements, where your rates are coming from. And yeah, especially if they're experienced in the commodity that you happen to be shipping. They, they might oftentimes know more about what it takes to get it down the road than you do. Right. Cool. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Have a great rest of your day. You too. You've been listening to Beyond the Road, the transportation industry podcast produced by Anderson Trucking Service. If you liked what you heard here today, make sure to follow along wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss our next episode, which we publish weekly. For more information on the topic of freight brokerage and what the different types are, the asset-based freight brokerage, the digital brokerage, the agent model freight brokerage, and more, I've put a link to an article outlining each of them below. For more transportation industry-specific information and content, head over to the ATS Inc. Learning Hub at atsinc.com slash learninghub, also linked in the show notes below. On the Learning Hub, you'll find tools including articles, videos, case studies, podcasts, infographics, all created to help you become the supplier that always delivers for your customers. Topics covered on the Learning Hub include everything from what does a freight brokerage do to 
what does heavy haul trucking cost? So I invite you to check it out. Also, if you are interested in learning a little bit more about what they do over at Sherway Transportation and what working with one of their agents could mean for your business and ability to deliver on your customer commitments, I have put a link to their website in the show notes below. Definitely check that out. It also might be interesting to kind of check that out if you are interested in becoming a freight agent and seeing what that could mean for your career. Uh, It seems like there are a lot of perks to becoming a freight agent, especially at a great company like Sherway, so give that a peruse. Finally, I want to thank you again for following along, and we hope to speak to you again soon on another episode of Beyond the Road. (laughs) 